0: Coming up this week on Expedition Retirement, should you pay off your mortgage before you retire? Remember when Warren Buffett said you should be careful when other people are greedy? Well, maybe now's that time. We'll talk through that one. And is gold a good way to protect your money? All of that coming up on today's Expedition
1: Retirement.
2: This is Expedition Retirement with Greg
1: Ayler from Golden Reserve. We think of retirement as a mountain, right? You work your way up the mountain, you save, you work hard, and you have a certain advice that gets you to the top. But when you get to the top, everything changes.
2: Climbing that mountain to retirement is only the first step. Do you have what you need to get down Retirement Mountain?
0: And welcome once again to Expedition Retirement with Greg Ayler from Golden Reserve Online. You can find us at GetYourRoadmap.com, and we hope you do. If it's time to talk about your retirement, we are here to listen, and Greg is
1: here. How's your week going, my friend? Not too bad, Randy. We had a huge family barbecue. My mom is one of nine, and uh, there's seven McDonald's that were on my premises, which meant I have about 21 first cousins that were there. I mean, dude, it was a, uh, a circus. I can tell you, I added it up. I smoked 42 pounds of meat. <laughs> 42 pounds, a couple of briskets, some pork butt. Always fun to have the family around and tell the old stories. But I tell you what, man, I was burnt out on Sunday. I wasn't very productive. There was probably some fast food involved, some, you know, couch time and just really feeling sorry for myself. I think for the majority of the weekend,
0: every week you give us a great, great look back at what you did as far as cooking is concerned. Now I want to find out when you cook, are you a guy who wears an apron and a hat and it says kiss the cook on it or something like that? Or, or what, what do you wear when you cook?
1: I do not wear uh, <laughs> any any type of cool clothing or paraphernalia. Okay, um, but I I do have uh, you know a, a couple of rituals, right? Like I I am very methodical. I think I, I'm trying to plan out the hours and the times of smoking and transferring things to ovens and and working those around the soccer games on Saturday mornings had my anxiety level at a higher level. Um, The meat wasn't quite done after 14 hours of cooking. So then I'm trying to go to the soccer match, you know, with, with, you know, a half hour away, trying to time up the pork butt, get in and out. You know, it was just, it was, it was a stress. I was ready for a cold beer come about one o'clock. Let's just put it like that, Randy. All right. Well, we all know that Greg works
0: very hard during the week for you. He also works very hard on the weekend with the family of the food. So he's a hardworking guy and we want to put him to work for you. And that's why we have this show. Uh, we're going to talk today about financial advisors, of course, and some of the ways that they're coming up short. And I found another study here, Greg, They 200 financial advisors were asked about their clients. This was interesting. Ninety seven percent of them said they don't believe that people are prepared for the things that can go wrong in retirement. And this was interesting. Forty eight percent of them suggested securing long term care insurance. Forty eight percent of them said they propose you cut back on your spending and have a more frugal lifestyle. And ninety four percent of them said they had talked to their clients about going back to work. Now, that list, Greg, <laughs> to me is like, what am I paying you for? It seems like they're falling down on the job.
1: Uh, yeah, you know it's pretty shocking, right? Yeah. You know, look at these numbers. You're, I mean, you're looking at some big numbers in the 90s. Yeah. I mean, the 94 percent recommending people go back to work. I mean, <laughs> somebody better be getting a pink slip if, if you're retired after 30 years and, and your financial advisor saying you got to go back to work. You got to be scratching your head a little bit. Like, I don't think that's how this is supposed to work here. No. That's not how this relationship's supposed to be. That's not why it's I come to like, you. <laughs> it's like going to the car wash and them handing you the squeegee. You're like, I, I don't, I don't think this is what. <laughs> <laughs> signed up for um when it comes to the you know the numbers it does make a little sense right when when you think of the industry and how many financial advisors approach their job um it's very investment centric so when you're when you're sitting down with someone they're going to say i'm going to turn your portfolio into xy and z and we're going to have some in safe and some in risk and we're going to have some income and and at the end of the day, that's not how people live their lives, mm-hmm. and I think that's the, the you know the irony is that we're not talking about how you actually live retirement, and that's where the conversation should start. Not picking you know Facebook stock or Meta or whatever they call it or or, or gold or silver. It should be about all right. Let's figure out what's going on with the things we know are important foremost. It's on here. It is health. Right. You know it, it's sad. No one wants to buy long term care insurance anymore, and I can tell you why. Um, If you're, uh, we're from the elder law estate planning industry, you guys follow the show. We obviously have an estate planning elder law shop. So we're very attuned with, you know, nursing homes. I mean, that was a big part of my financial uh, legal practice for almost a decade. And what happened was Genworth and a couple other companies sold a bunch of really good long-term care insurance, probably in the 80s and maybe a little bit in the 90s. And it was unlimited. That's how the long-term care insurance actually got started. They were selling these policies that said, if you go to a nursing home, um, you know, we'll pay for it. And people are like, okay, that seems like a good deal. And then what happened? Well, everyone started living a lot longer mm-hmm. and people, people just went bankrupt. They, these insurance companies folded, met life and all these, they didn't, you know, they got out of the long-term care insurance business because they couldn't actuarially write it. Yeah. And then they know that it's important to people. So they kept putting it on the docket. But what happened And anyone that has long-term care insurance, you know, John Hancock or, or MoneyGuard or some of the other ones that you see out there is that the barriers in which you have to qualify got harder. And you got less. So people were getting policies for two years or three years, but they're paying these premiums that went up every year and every year. And if you guys, people don't remember, in 1980, the cost of nursing home insurance was ten thousand dollars a year. Ten thousand a year. Now it's ten thousand a month. Jeez. And when you start to do the math and you're like, well, there's a 65% chance that I'll need long-term care in my life, which, which is like, no one wants to think about going to nursing home. We get it. I mean, it's, it's not a fun conversation, but because we're living longer, the chance of us needing help to age increases exponentially. So when we're thinking about long-term care insurance, we have to think about this, like our house burning down. I don't plan for my house to burn down, but I have homeowners insurance. So when you think about your nursing home and and, and long-term care, statistical probability is almost 100% that one out of every two couple is going to need some help to age. It just is where we're at in America now. And because of that, and with the cost going to where they are, you got to have a plan. And unfortunately, because the financial industry only has one tool in their tool belt, which is sell insurance, it limits their ability to be effective. And that's why at Golden Reserve, we built essentially a long-term care solution that's legal-based. So we use things like asset protection trusts to shield money from long-term care costs um, that don't require an insurance sale or a qualification or or something, you know, like if you had cancer, too bad, you're not buying long-term care insurance, right? You know, or hey, you have diabetes or, or, or any type of, you know, chronic illness, you don't even have an option. So now that's why we built these asset protection trusts so that your spouse could have access to them if something happens to one of them, because people don't understand what happens, Randy. You know, everyone thinks that Medicare is going to pay. Medicare only pays up to 100 days, and no one gets the full 100. It's basically saying it's a rehabilitative program where, hey, you're going to get, you know, essentially guaranteed about a month. And if you're not getting better, they kick you off of it. And then you have to private pay. And people are like, well, how does that work? Well, you private pay basically until you run out of money. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and then, you know, the, I think the surviving spouse, if, if you're a community, they call it a community spouse in Ohio, can keep about $125,000. And then you have to spend everything else. And then they put a lien against your house and all these terrible things. So, you know, I don't want people to put their head in there saying, I know there's a lot more fun things to talk about in retirement than, you know, nursing home planning. But if it's not part of your retirement plan, you're doing yourself an injustice. And, you know, every one of our roadmaps, Randy, have that long-term care compass where we sit down with estate planning and elder care law attorneys and we not just sit down, but we pay for it. Our our fees include the legal plan that actually allows them to build protection from a legal standpoint, not just selling you more investments or selling you more insurance because it's a lot better better option for most folks Randy I mean it's more affordable they can control it more, and it gives them some peace of mind knowing that hey, no matter what, the house is protected, the barns protected, the farms protected, or maybe some annuities or insurance are protected for my surviving spouse if I go in. Or eventually, some stuff will go to my kids. It all won't go to the nursing home because we all have a story about a parent, grandparent, aunt or uncle losing everything to the nursing home. If you live in Ohio, it's almost a certainty that you know people uh, have lived that life and seen how that plays out. So we want to make sure that people are at least thinking about it, and that's why our roadmap has a long term care compass, Randy.
0: You're listening to Expedition Retirement with Greg Ayler at Golden Reserve. And online, you can find us at getyourroadmap.com. I'm going to give you another website here as well, because as we talk about the financial industry, Greg has written a book called Amazingly, Fire Your Financial Advisor. And you can find it at fireyourfinancialadvisor.com. If you put in the keyword radio, you get a discount on the book as well. And uh, it shows how you're probably not going to have this kind of conversation with your average financial advisor. This is one of those areas that they're not going to talk to you about, but we will at Golden Reserve. If you go to GetYourRoadmap.com, we'll ask you to put in a couple of answers to some questions, and our team is going to reach out to you. And we can have this very important conversation, not only about handling the health care needs in retirement, but also markets and taxes and fees and all that goes along with that retirement umbrella that we talk about here on the radio all the time. GetYourRoadmap.com is our website. You can also give us a call at 855-546-2074. 855 546 2074. Well, Greg, you and I have been talking a little bit about this uh, the commercials that are on TV, and I actually got caught up in one of them not too long ago, and that was a commercial about gold. And it was, remember Chuck Woolery, the game show host? Okay, so Chuck Woolery was doing this. It was like a half hour infomercial. I got sucked in, and he actually made it sound like a pretty good idea. So Is gold a good idea? He talked about protecting your money against the market. This is when the market goes down, gold goes up. Is this some place that we should be looking at for our money? Oh, man.
1: Um, Gold shiny. Um, (laughs) It's fun to wear. Right. It's got a lot of bling. Who doesn't want to talk about it, right? Because everyone tells a story about gold, about how, you know, the the commodities. But I do have some numbers that are, are pretty just damning when it comes to the gold solution for your retirement dollars okay Um, what if i told you brandy from 1980 to 2007 gold was flat
0: well that's interesting because chuck said if you bought gold in 1976 that was the year that he gave me and he said it would have been up
1: exponentially yeah yeah 1980 to 2007 you you would have been flat wow and then i'll go i'll go a step further if you bought gold in 2012 to 2023, gold would have been flat. Okay. So over the course of time, everything has appreciated, and of course, if you've held gold for a hundred years, you know you might have some jumps here and there. But we have to remember, in retirement, you only have what twenty-five, you know, thirty years. You know, Mm -hmm. um, if you're retiring in the mid 60s, maybe that's how we need to think about the truncated timelines. And there's too much volatility in the commodities market to be betting on the ponies, if you will, or Mm -hmm. betting on the gold bars in this scenario. I I think it's fun to say that and talk about. It's fun to have commercials about gold sells itself, right? It's always been a luxury brand. Um, It's always been a luxury commodity. It's not like say, hey, we're gonna buy some hay. (laughs) We're gonna buy some bacon. Like, no, nobody buys the bacon commodities. I mean, you know, but I mean, they probably outperform gold, maybe too if I had to look into it. But at the end of the day, when we look at how to be predictable in retirement, there's a lot better choices. Mm-hmm. Like I'm just going to tell you right now, there's just better options, right? There's more predictable, there's more liquid, there's more stability, especially in this interest rate environment. Now, if you talked back in, you know, I get why the talk happened, you know, for almost 10 years, right? The the interest rates were 0%, the stock market was roaring and people didn't have to worry about it. You know, it's kind of like, hey, the stock market just goes up every year. So be it. And I don't think America truly appreciates the influence of having a 0% interest rate for almost a decade. People think that companies got more profitable. They didn't. You think companies got smarter? They didn't. They just didn't pay any interest on their loans. And that is where 40% of corporate profitability came from, interest rates and cut tax rates. Because the corporate tax rates were cut by 10% and interest rates went to zero, that's why companies were profitable. And now companies have to start paying interest again, and not just a little. I mean, we're looking at corporate rates getting close to 10% for mm-hmm. some corporate loans, which are more expensive than mortgages. And if you start thinking about that, oh, my gosh, what does that do? That cuts into profits, which then leads to quarterly earnings reports maybe being losses, which leads to stock market going down. So when when we really break this down, the cost of money or capital has a huge, huge factor in terms of the success of the stock market over the last decade. And when I start thinking about, well, what to put money in, because that's like our number one question, right? No matter what we talk yeah. about, we say investments shouldn't be the number one question, but it's always the number one question. Yeah, And we always try to educate and say, listen, at the end of the day, there's some great predictable assets. You know, fixed index annuities are breaking records every month. And it's not just because their interest rates are great. You know, you can get, you know, we're seeing four or five, you know, 5% interest rates. And that's before the hike a week and a half ago. And who knows where it'll go up and if they'll go up even more, maybe up to 6%. But at the end of the day, when we're, when we're breaking that down, the, the magic of annuities that no one talks about is their tax status. They grow tax deferred, Randy. And that's what makes, you know, a lot of times people's kind of scratch their heads because like, shouldn't I just get a CD? And we always do the math for them. And, and a lot of times for like, you know, you you put your half a million dollars in it. In a CD that earns five percent or a fixed index annuity that you know is growing tax-free, it's about a hundred thousand dollar change over 10 years. Hmm. An extra hundred twenty percent, an extra hundred thousand dollars go in your pocket because of the tax deferred growth of compounding in an insurance product. And it also keeps your tax rates down. Because everything's tax deferred. Nothing goes on your 1040 every year. So these are things that most people don't think about because no one wants to have that conversation of a different investment type because they've been used to writing the stock market. So we're getting a ton of questions about that. Obviously, insurance companies are doing a great job of of continuing to come out with new and smart products that fit retirees. And, and it's not about income. People want to make annuities about income and they're not. They're now just a conservative bond replacement or CD replacement tool that gets preferential tax treatment cuz you're still getting a 1099 for your CDs every year and you're getting a 1099 for your bond payments. You know, like these are things that happen, you know, systematically and, and sometimes you know the devil's in the details Randy and when we're looking at investments if you haven't already, you know, the roadmap for retirement that we talk about addresses all the risks. And that's where you need to start. Don't go right to dessert. Don't go right to investment selection. Chill out on the Sunday bar. Eat your vegetables a little bit. Get the protection first, you know, market, fees, taxes, long-term care. Once you do all that work, Then you can transition to what's the right investments to fit in my plan. But it always drives me crazy when financial advisors start off with what you should buy. Because how do you know what they should buy if you don't have their assets protected and you don't have a plan? So, you know, our first step is always to build that and give people some direction on how they should view their retirement and how they, what they want to get out of it and and what their income looks like and what their expenses look like. And once you get all those pieces together, Then you can start to pick, you know, do you want sprinkles? Do you want hot fudge? Do you want some caramel? I mean, we can have those conversations. Those are fun. Um, You're allowed to have some fun conversations at the end, but we got to do some work first, Randy, and that's what the roadmap's all about.
0: Everybody's interested in how do I protect my money? And the topic of gold may come up, the topic of CDs and annuities and cash and all these different things. We're going to talk a little bit about that in our next segment as well. But all of that should be out on the table and all of that you should go through to get the details to find out what's right for you. Give us a call at Golden Reserve, or you can use our website. This is really simple. GetYourRoadmap.com is our website. And there you'll see a place where we'll ask you to put in a little information, and our team will reach out to you. And we'll have that conversation about markets and you know some of the questions that you have, Social Security and gold and all these different things that are bothering you and wondering, what am I missing? Should I be there? Let's talk through it. We'll talk through taxes, fees, long-term care, All the things that you're going to be dealing with in retirement. Here's our website again getyourroadmap.com or 855 546 2074. 855 546 2074. We'll take a break, come right back with more Expedition Retirement. All right, here's just a couple of questions for you. Are you retired or are you getting close to it? Are you nervous about running out of money? Do you have a plan for taxes and long-term care? And do you know how much you're paying your financial advisor? These are all good questions. Most of us don't know the answers to them. And that is why Greg Ayler at Golden Reserve has written his Amazon bestseller, Fire Your Financial Advisor. 40 years of exploitation of the American retiree and how you can fight back. Greg, why are you picking a fight with one of the world's biggest industries?
1: <laughs> I don't know, Randy. I guess I wrote it for folks like my mom and dad and people just like them, right? They weren't multimillionaires. They were the other 95 percenters that had to work, earn, and really save every penny. And you know, the book really is a history lesson on how the financial industry took advantage of folks like them in retirement and how we can now fix it. And the book provides you with some materials to really help put those emotions aside and figure how Randy if you should fire your financial advisor
0: well there is another way and Greg has outlined it in his book go to fire your financial we're gonna give you a deal right now if you use the promo code radio and you're one of the first 100 people to do this you'll get 50% off your purchase so go there right now fire your financial advisor.com mm-hmm. Welcome back to Expedition Retirement with Greg Ayler at Golden Reserve. Online, you can find us at GetYourRoadmap.com. If it's time to talk about your retirement, we're here to help. We are here to listen. You can find us online again, GetYourRoadmap.com. So, Greg, when people get to their 60s and they start thinking about retirement, they start looking at their accounts more, and they see this big number in that 401k, which is great, and then they say, well, the kids are out of the house. I paid for the weddings. Maybe we'll pay off the house before we get into retirement and we'll use our 401k to do it. Talk to me about that because this is a big psychological thing that people want to get rid of their mortgage.
1: But is it a good financial decision? You know, it depends. And in this climate, in this market, usually not. And I'm going to usually lead with that because I want people to kind of get that you know big statement out of the way because it's hard, right? Most people have equated success of having no debt on their balance sheet. Mm-hmm. And you know that's just how individuals equate success. Whereas every one of the Fortune 500 companies and every company that's super successful has a lot of debt on their balance sheet because they're letting leverage do some of the work for them. Now, am I saying that you shouldn't pay off your mortgage if you really want to? Of course not. If it makes you feel bad and you'll sleep better at night, then go for it. But if you're trying to say what financial decision makes the most sense, almost everyone over the last 10 or 11 years have refinanced or, you know, done something to get a lower interest rate. Most people, some people are in the twos mm-hmm. and threes, Randy. Yep. And that, and I mean, that's an amazing rate where I understand when rates were 0%, you felt like, well, I can't get a CD and I'm paying interest and I want to get this house paid off. But at the tail end of most mortgages, well, first of all, that's when most principal's getting paid. So you're not getting hit with as much interest. So that's one way you should look at it. But also, if you can get four or 5% in a fixed interest rate product like an annuity or a CD, shoot, why not take the one or 2% swing and put it in your pocket Mm -hmm. and just leave that in account and just pay the minimum so that you can keep getting the delta every month or every quarter or every year? And I know that's not what most people want to hear, but like from a financial standpoint, I mean, if you have a half a million dollar mortgage, and you're paying 2%, you know, you're paying $10,000 a year in interest, right? Mm-hmm. But if your CDs, you got a CD at 5%, well, shoot. Now, all of a sudden, you know, if you have that account full money that you were going to pay off, you're getting a swing of 3% on a half a million. That's $15,000 in your pocket. And I think that's how we should look at it and be very practical. Now you can keep that money in the account, that be my payoff account. And a lot of times that's the psychology, that's the only thing that you need to get over the hump is like, let's just name a new account called your mortgage account. But instead of paying it off, let's just put it in a money market or a CD or an annuity or something for the next duration of your loan so that we know that it's gonna be working for you and you're gonna be getting the interest because that's how you beat the banks. If you pay off the mortgage, the bank wins, right? The banks don't want to carry that paper anymore. The two percent loans and the three percent loans, when they're paying out four or five percent, you know, obviously interest rates, where they're getting loans now that are seven or eight percent. I mean, they they want to get rid of that paper. So you are doing them a favor. What was a liability is now an asset, and that's the way most retirees should think about their mortgage. If you have a two or three percent mortgage payment that's on a thirty year chassis, you've got an asset right now because that money is working for you in ways that the market doesn't agree with. That means for once you get a win. Normally the banks always win. You get a win. You won. Don't let them off the hook. You know, Put their feet to their fire and put your money in the, in, the, in a CD or a fixed index annuity and make that money work for you. Uh, if you have questions, obviously we do the math for people all the time, help them break it down. It's part of our roadmap for retirement. Really, when we show them essentially, we call it our income tent mm-hmm. and we show them what their expenses are and what their obviously income is. And then we show them some strategies on how to, you know, helpfully reduce their tax liability, things with like the tax map. But more importantly, we're showing them where to place money in different areas to make sure that that money is there when they need it and that they can enjoy it and spend it, which makes it a lot of fun when you get to do the income tent, where you get to show people, look, after 20 years, you'll still have $700,000. And they'll be like, what? And then, you know, one spouse will look the other back. I told you we need to spend more money. (laughs) And, you know, that's that's a fun conversation to have, Randy. And, you know, that's why we love giving the roadmap to folks. I mean, it usually, they always walk out learning something and it, it really helps give them a different perspective than what's been spoon-fed from the market. You know, market, market, returns, returns, returns for the last 20 years.
0: It is a huge decision to retire when you want to do it. And you pick an age, you pick a time when you're going to do that. But along with that comes some pretty big financial decisions. When am I going to take Social Security? What am I going to do about Medicare? I've got a business. I want to sell it. I want that to fund my retirement. How does that work? I don't want to run into a tax problem. Uh, My 401K, should I start to sequence that over to a Roth. There's some big decisions here, and before you make those big decisions, get some guidance, get some consultation, and give us a call at Golden Reserve. You can find us online very easily, which is getyourroadmap.com. Getyourroadmap.com. We'll ask you to fill in a little information there, and our team will reach out to you, and we'll have a meeting, and we'll talk through some of these big decisions. Well, we'd like to take a look at what the trends are out there as far as people and what they're doing with their money, and the people at Morgan Stanley and the people at Charles Schwab are saying that people are now coming out of money markets and CDs and cash where they've kind of been on the sidelines because they were scared of last year's market, and now they're seeing what this market is doing, and they're pushing back in. Now, you remember Warren Buffett says, be fearful when others are greedy and be greedy when others are fearful. So right now it appears that people are pushing back in and they're into that greedy stage again. Greg, is, should we be watching out right now? Is this a time for caution?
1: Yeah, I mean, I think these guys are full of baloney. <laughs> I, I, they didn't have any numbers. I looked at this article. Um, yeah. They didn't have any empirical data. This feels like an emotional ploy to okay. stop the bleeding. All I right. think they're seeing people flooding out of... All of their holdings. I mean, that's at the end of the day, that's what's happening, right? These people that uh, work at Merrill or Morgan or Charles or Edelman or Fisher have had a decade long heyday charging whatever they wanted and letting the stock market kind of hide it for them as the returns kind of nice, you know, the the nice run of the 0% interest. And now that there's options where people probably are scratching their heads saying, you know what? Four or 5% feels pretty good. Mm With no risk of loss, okay, yeah, I can live with that for the next ten years. I've Mm -hmm. already made my money. You know, I'm taking my chips off the table. I think I'm going to go to the pool. (laughs) Uh, See you later, uh, blackjack dealers. And I'm just going to write out the rest of retirement the easy way. Mm -hmm. And and I think that's a a very very safe way of of thinking about your retirement. And and we applaud people that are that are actually you know not being greedy. You know, at times you know when people chase returns, I I always have the same question: Why? Mm -hmm. You need them. You know why would you take a risk you didn't need? Why would you drive ninety five miles per hour to the grocery store to get double stuff Oreos when you could get there three minutes later driving thirty five miles an hour? Completely, they're safe. still gonna be there. Yeah, I love double stuff Oreos, but they'll still be there. <laughs> calm down, <laughs> calm down. And when you're taking these risks, you have to ask yourself what's the big reward here? I said. So is making ten percent a year? Does that change your retirement? Are you gonna, are you gonna do different things? And they're like, well, no. Okay, so what about – what happened if you lost 30 or 40%? Would that change your retirement? You're like, well, yeah, that would change everything. So then I just scratch my head when I hear these directions that, like, well, you know, I just don't want to – I want my money to work for me. I don't want to miss these opportunities. And it's like, you know, your whole life, most of these people, these other 95%ers, the people that we represent, have lived their life a certain way of saving and conservative values of, of, of making sure of how to balance a budget and how to send kids to school and – and do all these things, and then they get to retirement, and their financial advisor and all these commercials start brainwashing them into like, I don't know, you know, you need X, you need X percent return. And I just look at them I'm like, dude, you have everything paid off, and you have almost a million dollars, and you go out to eat once a month. You couldn't. You, this money will last you until you're 387 <laughs> at this rate with no growth. And no return. And sometimes you just have to put the common sense hat on. Like, is this person really saying what's in my benefit or in their benefit? Because if you really pull the curtain back and see what's going on back there, they're only going to get paid their 1% if your money's in the market working for them. Not working for you, working for them. Because it doesn't bother them. I mean, think about it. If you give someone half a million dollars charging 1%, they're going to make $5,000 a year. But if you lose 20% of your life savings and, and the next year it's worth $400,000, well, they're still making $4,000. Yeah, their, their pay cut was $1,000. Yours was $100,000. So there, there's some misalignment there. And, and the pay cut to me that we always talk about on this show should be them, not you. And, and if you can get people to focus on the real risk of what's going on of what you want in retirement, that's the, that's the secret sauce. It's trying to figure out... Can I get through all the the noise and the, the hyperbole and the jargon and the whales and the arrows and all of the nonsense that is being shoved down our throat and take a step back and be like, what is going on right now? I basically just want to go to my grandkids games, go to Florida a couple months a year and go to Applebee's on Thursdays and, you know, maybe have a lot of colada. I don't know. I, I don't know. We'll see. But like, that doesn't seem that unreasonable. And it feels like I worked 35 years so I could do this without worrying. Now I got to chase 10% returns for reasons I don't understand. Well, let me explain it to you. You're chasing those returns so that person can get 1% every year. Because if you put your money in CDs, annuities, buy you know, you know a lot of other things that are safer, that financial budget is going to take a pay cut. They don't get paid on those things. They don't get paid for cash accounts. They don't get paid for CDs, most of them. They don't get paid uh, for your money to be in a fixed index annuity. And, and those things have 100% guaranteed principle. They'll never go backwards. So it's like, why, why would we drive 95 miles an hour? I don't get the the return. For there to be a risk, there has to be a bigger return. And to me, there's never a big return except for the return for your financial advisor, Randy. And that's why almost every one of our plans start with a market flashlight, which really breaks down where your risk is at if 2022 happens again, if 2008 or nine happened, if 2000 happening, if any of those years happen again, what do you lose in dollars versus just telling you, hey, you got 87% in the market. That doesn't mean anything to Jack and Jill. But if I said, hey, are you guys okay losing $287,000? And they're like, excuse me? Yeah, yeah, that's how much you would lose in your current holdings if 2008, eight nine happened again. And they're like, whoa, well, we're not okay with that at all. And well, then we need to do something about it. And and I think that's what the roadmap does. It's an educational tool to break down in real common sense terms how much risk you're taking on, and are you comfortable with that? And if not, how do you how do you kind of roll it back? How do you take chips off the table? And why isn't my financial advisor talking about this, Randy?
0: Anytime we read an article on this show and it says something like "Here's where people are putting their money" or "Here's where people are pulling their money from," you got to kind of ask that first question: Is Who is writing this article and what is their agenda? And when I said at the beginning, Morgan Stanley and Charles Schwab, what is their agenda? Their agenda is to keep you in the market. So if they're saying people are coming out of cash and going into the market, they benefit from that. That's really what Greg talks about all the time in his book, Fire Your Financial Advisor. You can find it at fireyourfinancialadvisor.com. Use the keyword radio and you can get it for half price. All right, so... We want to make sure that you have the opportunity to talk about these things as well. Give us a look on our website, which is GetYourRoadmap.com. We build a roadmap for you at no charge. We'll talk about markets, of course. We'll talk about taxes, fees, long-term care, income. Give us a look on our website, GetYourRoadmap.com. You can also give us a call at 855-546-2074. 855-546-2074. 74. We'll take a break. Come right back with more Expedition Retirement.
3: What's your biggest debt in retirement? For most of you, it's not your home mortgage. It's your IRA and your 401k accounts. You owe Uncle Sam tax on those accounts, and most people have no idea how much. You see, most people just listen to their financial advisor and use Uncle Sam's plan. Wait until 73 and then take out the required minimum withdrawals. But Uncle Sam doesn't let you wait until 73 so that you end up paying him less money in taxes. That's why the Golden Reserve team of CPAs build a tax map for every client as part of our Roadmap for Retirement process. Your tax map will lay out how much and when to take money out of your IRA, so you end up paying Uncle Sam the least amount of taxes possible. To learn more about our tax map and other retirement tools and how we can protect and guide you down Retirement Mountain, go to GetYourRoadmap.com. That's GetYourRoadmap.com. All
0: right, coming up on the second half of Expedition Retirement, I came up with a new phrase today, inheritance interruptus. I'll tell you what that means and the story behind it coming up. Sometimes when you go into retirement, there's some things that you think are true, but maybe they aren't, and we'll discuss that. But we're going to start this segment with a problem that you might be having, and it might be the reason you're listening to this show. Over the next few years, 36% of financial advisors will retire. And the young ones that are coming up, the stats show that 72% of them don't make it long-term in the business. So... You know, when I look at my financial advisor, when I look at a pilot, I want that pilot to have a little bit of gray hair and a lot of stripes. I want to see that experience. When I look at my advisor, I kind of want to see the same thing. But if I'm going to be here for 30 years, he or she may not. And that seems to be a bit of a problem. How do we approach that one?
1: I think I love the pilot analogy, right? Yeah. You know, I think at times the entire structure of financial advising was built on a you know, house of cards. I mean it's a house of cards model. You know, when you have all these, you know, individual RIAs, I mean, let's just talk about other risks. What if they get in a car accident? Have a heart attack? You know, a, a thousand things could happen and your life savings is in some black box. So, you know, I I don't love the small relationship driven financial advisor that my grandfather used them, my dad used them, I'm going to use them. Mm-hmm. And then you always get basically sat with chip his goofball son who you know took 47 you know, years to to get him you know a gym major i hate to say it. and now he's taking over dad's practice and you're oh. like oh my god i got i mean I, i'm thinking of someone right now in bell fountain that is just like you know you're just kind of shaking your head like oh my gosh this is the kid that's going to be in charge of my life savings mm-hmm. like he's you know you're in meetings with him and he's he doesn't know what's going on but you're going to inherit the family trade because it's a very incestuous it's like a funeral homes. You know, it, it usually stays in the family. Um, when you have those financial advising companies, because there's such a financial windfall, once you get them built, you just kind of don't drive it off a cliff. And the problem is if you got little Billy, he might be driving it off the cliff. And, and, and that makes me nervous. Um, I always tell people when you have a financial advisor, the same age as you, like, is that a good idea? Because we, we know a couple of things. Well, they're going to work for another 20 years. And you're like work. You mean they're going to go on vacation and keep charging you 1% for 20 years. <laughs> I don't know how much working is going to be happening. And that's why I feel like a team approach to your retirement. When you have a team of people that say, hey, you know what, you know, ask them the right questions. Like, hey, is there going to be a a couple people touching my case? You know, how many people are going to be touching my case? Am I going to have a group? Do you guys have regions or pods? And every one of our teams, you know, we've obviously experienced some of the challenges of bringing in young retirement planners. So, you know, those, those statistics aren't wrong. Wow. Um, you got to pass licenses. You have to want to work hard, which we know that that excludes 50% of the of the millennials. Yeah, I said it. You said it. I'm, I'm looking at you, millennials. <laughs> it excludes them, you know. So if you don't want to, you know, actually put in the, the, the work to build a practice and, and put the time in, it, it makes it challenging. Mm-hmm. And I, I think when you look at a team approach to retirement planning is a company, how much redundancy does it have? How many retirement planners does it have? How, you know, how long have they been in business? You know, how have they grown their business? And you look at those things, you don't need someone staring at the stock market, right? Like that's not planning in 2023. You need a team that understands the the, the large, big picture plan that can step in and help when, you know, You need help, right? Like that's the idea here is we don't need to keep over baking what financial advisors do or don't do. This person isn't a genius. The last 10 years, the stock market just was awesome. It has nothing to do with them. Nothing to do with them. As a matter of fact, they probably underperformed the S and P. Uh, if you look at the numbers, net fees, but if you take a step back again and say, all right, how do I, how do I plan ahead? If my advisor's retiring, you know, I'd say, start looking at your options. Like, To me, a second opinion of a great plan can never hurt. I mean, treat it like a business. You you always kind of shop your vendors, right? If you're a business, you go out and you talk to folks and you say, hey, you know, what do you think of this? What's your opinion? Have things changed? Because let's be honest, some of those old dogs out there haven't changed their ways very Mm -hmm. much in the last 30 years. And there's a lot of new different types of planning. There's new different types of investments. There's new type of ways of charging fees. And those old dogs aren't going to change. They're just not, they're going to keep doing what they do. And and I think you owe it to yourself. You owe it to your family and you owe it to your retirement that you work so hard to get there to have that second opinion. And our roadmap is the perfect tool, Randy. I mean, that's what people need to get that second opinion because you sit down, we break down the market risk. We break down the taxes. We break down the fees that you're paying, not just for the advisor, but also for the investments that are sold. And then the long-term care companies that we talked about at the beginning of the show, that, hey, sit down with some estate planning and elder law attorneys and see what options are out there from a legal perspective, not just a finance perspective, to address the biggest risk in retirement. And, Randy, I'm telling you right now, when we do the tax map, people love it because our team of CPAs builds a literally roadmap guide that says here's how much you should take out each year for the next Let's say seven, eight, nine, ten years, whether it be a conversion to a Roth or just take it out and detax it so that you can stick it to Uncle Sam. And people are like, My whole life, people have told me to how to put money into my 401k and IRA, but no one's ever told me how to take it out. And that's where you can really win with taxes. You know, taxes are a big part of planning that gets overlooked. And it's not rocket science. We're not launching rockets over here, Randy, but it is important to be consistent and steady in having a plan on how to take money and detax because you're in your lower income tax rates, right? You're retired. So we got to leverage and use those versus kicking the can and waiting till you're 73, which is Uncle Sam's plan all along, Randy. So when we get that plan in place, our CPAs build it, we update it every year, we execute it. That's another just extra perk of the roadmap, Randy. When we're building these things, people can actually see for the first time, oh my gosh, I'm talking about retirement. I'm not just talking about investments. And that's what it's all about. Figuring out what the right fit is for you at this point in your life, and the person that got you to the top of the mountain of retirement probably isn't the right person to get you down the mountain safely. The tools are different. The plan's different. The perspective's different. And and I think that's what makes Golden Reserve so effective because if you're listening and you're a retiree or about retired – That's the only people we work with. We don't work with anyone that isn't at retirement or in retirement because that's the only tools and services our plans are built for. So we can be very specific in how we tailor our services, which makes us very effective. You know, that's what makes the roadmap so tailored and customized for retirees, Randy.
0: You are listening to this show probably wondering, I wonder if this guy Greg has something that I don't know about. What am I missing? And and if you're looking at your financial advisor right now and you're seeing their strategy and you think, That's kind of the same thing we did last year. We're kind of stuck in a rut here. Or he's getting older and I'm seeing him do a lot more vacations. He's gone for three months out of the year. I can't get in touch with him. He can't be in this business very long. And you wonder, who are they going to trade you off to? Where are you going next? You might be shopping around saying, I wonder if there's anything better. Give us a call at Golden Reserve or use our website, getyourroadmap.com. Find out what the roadmap for retirement is all about. We'll build one for you at no charge taxes, markets, fees, long-term care, income, we'll cover it all and see if what we're going to show you is even close to what you're getting right now. I think you'll find it's a whole lot more. Give us a call as well, 855-546-2074, 855-546-2074. All right, Greg, you brought up the word annuity a couple of times on the show today, so I want to dive into that a little bit because I have somebody here who's got an interesting take on it. And one of the takes on annuities is and one of the knocks I guess on annuities is if I give you my money and you put it in an annuity I can't get to it. It's locked up. You know, you can talk about CDs, a substantial penalty for early withdrawal. Annuities have that reputation. Cheryl Moore of winkintel.com says that whole idea is not necessarily true. You can take money out through an annuity through penalty-free withdrawals, which every year most annuities allow you to access 10% of your policy's value without being penalized. You can get liquidity from an annuity through the death benefit because they pay the full account value on death almost always, depending on the contract. You can get liquidity from an annuity through taking guaranteed lifetime withdrawal payments they offer a tremendous amount of liquidity. And so I think they get a bad rap when people try and say, your money is locked up when you buy an annuity. I didn't know any of that. And now I want to ask about this is the annuity discussion starts. They're either going to be open to it or they're not going to be open to it. Is what people think about annuities way different than what the facts are actually about annuities?
1: A hundred percent. They flat out lie. You know, the mutual fund industry, the financial advising industry, Bully and lie about mm-hmm. annuities. They've done it for twenty years. And when you're talking about a seven trillion dollar industry, you can control the narrative. You know, I think the the annuity industry is about uh, eight hundred billion. I'm, I'm guessing from like the numbers I saw last year. But uh, when, when, I mean, you're you're ten times the size. So you're buying more TV time. You're buying more ad time. You're buying more articles. You're buying more influence. And they're just bullies. They've always been bullies since the 80s, you know, and, and, and I think that's the way I view the financial advisors That's why I wrote Fire Your Financial Advisor. I mean, they're, they're a group of bullies that have a monopoly of exploiting retirees for the last 40 years. And they, they've done it very effectively. You know, they, they hide the fees. They, they sell mutual funds with revenue-sharing kickbacks. Obviously, you've seen Edward Jones getting sued for almost a quarter billion dollars, and no one seems to really care and, and all of these things, Randy, add up to just you know a, a head-scratcher because annuities are, at the end of the day, pretty simple. Everyone knows what a CD is, and CDs have never got a terrible rap. A lot of times, these fixed-index annuities are no different other than they perform on a tax-deferred basis, which means they're, they have preferential tax treatment. So they're actually better tax-wise than CDs because you're not getting taxed every year. And when you talk about liquidity, I always scratch my head. I'm like, so – that IRA, how often have you touched it? Oh, I I'm not. I've never touched it. Okay. So your IRA that you've been contributing for, and you retired, in, you know, at sixty, you know, you haven't touched it for the last thirty years you've been working, and now you've, you know, obviously aren't going to touch it for another thirteen years till you hit seventy three. That doesn't feel like liquidity,
3: Randy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
1: Yet you're getting charged one percent a year, or more. For the privilege of them picking investments. Mm-hmm. So the liquidity thing is a, is a hocus pocus, booga booga, another bullying trick by the financial industry to scare people away from a lot of times a safer, better option for retirees. I truly believe, I mean, I wrote a book called fire your financial advisor. And one of the chapters is called the secret weapon. And that secret weapon is fixing an index annuities because if you actually break it down, one of my closest friends, I think I may even told this story a couple weeks ago, we were driving um, out in Utah and, you know, he said, when, when's your next book coming out? And I said, you know, I started to concept it and I, I wrote some, uh, you know, an outline and it's called Don't Say the A Word. And it's about annuities. And I think it's a phenomenon and it's, it's amazing because his assumption was that I thought annuities were bad. Okay. And that's just right where he went, Randy. He went right there. And just like you said, he's like, so yeah, yeah, they're terrible, right? I'm like, hey, give me a favor. <laughs> what is an annuity? And he just looked at me. He goes, I have no idea. <laughs> And he's like, I have no idea what annuity is. He and just I'm like, knew they were bad. Yeah, yeah, they're just bad. Yeah. So, so, and I said, no, actually, it's the opposite. It's it's, it's this very simple chassis that grows tax deferred. It's 100% principal protected. And you can get access to 10% a year, which you'll never use or need. Or, or sometimes you can even confirm an income. Or like you said, like that Cheryl said, death benefits. Like it's hilarious. It does everything retirees want it, it's predictability, safety, and some growth. And at the end of the day, people are like, why doesn't everybody want these? And that's kind of for the mass affluent for the 95% of Americans that are just, you know, they can't afford. That's what, that's what the financial industry so is what drives me so crazy and makes me mad. A $700,000, or $500,000 retiree can't afford to lose half their assets. Mm-hmm. They can't afford a 2000. They can't afford a 2008, nine. They can't afford those things. And what everyone lies is like, they say, oh yeah, but it bounces back. Really? When you lose 40%, do you leave your money in the market, Randy? No, they pull it No, you out. pull it. Yeah. And then what happens? You lose the bounce back. Yep. Or when you lose 40% and then the market does 40% next year, what do they say? Oh, we're even. No, nope. we're not even. If I lost 40% of $100,000, I have what? $60,000. 60, 60, and you know what happens when that money grows 40% the following year? I only have 84. Yeah. You come up short. You come up short because of the power of compounding. So when people talk about these average returns over the course of their life, I say, no, 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 no. What you need to do is take how much money you gave them, then divide it by the number of years you had the money there, and that's where you're at. That's your average returns because it doesn't factor in the weighted nature of your investments. And it's mind-blowing it's mind that people aren't talking about investments like that. They just talk about the average returns as if it's static of the S&P or the 401k, but it's not. If you jump in the pool and we go backwards, you know, for some folks, there's a chance we never get back to even. Mm-hmm. And, and that, to me, is the scariest part where we want to make sure with, you know, the market flashlight, Randy, we show you exactly how much risk you're taking on. And we show you exactly what these investments can and can't do. And sometimes, you know, some people want more risk, and that's fine as long as they understand it. Then they get the risk versus return breakdown. And the only way we can do that, Randy, is to first give them the income tent to show you, hey, if your money grew up 5% every year, here's where your money would be based on your current spending in 25 years. And when that number is big, people, eyes get big. I'm like, see, you don't have to chase 10% returns. You don't have to live off the income. You know, you can actually spend some principal. You can break into the piggy bank and actually spend the money you saved, Randy, because that's the whole freaking point of retirement. Give us a call
0: at Golden Reserve and let's talk through it. One of the biggest things on your mind is where do I put my money to make it last for the next 20 or 30 years? How do I not lose that money? I've worked very, very hard for it. I don't want it to go backwards. This should be a part of the discussion. And if you have some preconceived notions about annuities, bring them in. We'll talk through them. Absolutely. That's why we are here at Golden Reserve. You can start with our website. It's really easy. GetYourRoadmap.com getyourroadmap.com. We'll ask you to fill in a little information there, and then our team will reach out to you. We'll get a date on a calendar, and we'll have this important conversation. You can also reach out to us, do the very same thing, schedule your time, 855-546-2074. 855-546-2074, of course, our meeting and the roadmap is absolutely free. We'll take a break, come right back with more Expedition Retirement.
3: Nobody wants to think about it. Nobody wants to talk about it either. Long-term care, assisted living, home care, the nursing home. But with annual costs now regularly exceeding $100,000 and stays exceeding three years, this could be the largest risk to your life savings. Planning for long-term care is like buying homeowner's insurance. You don't plan on your house burning down, but we want to be ready if it does. We know retirees don't want to buy more insurance. So at Golden Reserve, we use our Long-Term Care Compass Retirement Tool that points to our team of elder care law attorneys. These attorneys leverage new legal tools like asset protection trusts to help protect the things that matter most to you and your family. To learn more about our Long-Term Care Compass asset protection trusts and other retirement tools and how we can protect and guide you down retirement mountain, go to GetYourRoadmap.com. That's GetYourRoadmap.com.
0: Welcome back to Expedition Retirement with Greg Ayler at Golden Reserve. Online, you can find us at GetYourRoadmap.com. We always have a lot of fun with these advice columns. I love some of the questions that come in. And this was interesting. We have a woman here who says she is inheriting millions from her late parents, but she's not going to tell her husband because he's never been good with saving. He's never been good with money. He spends carelessly, and she doesn't want to tell him. So I was wondering, Greg, you're an estate planning attorney. Have you ever run into this even among, I I can see, I don't want to give it to that kid. (laughs) I got two good ones in one spender. Uh, I can see that, but keeping it from your spouse, have you ever had that one happen?
1: Well, you know, from a spousal standpoint, that's a little trickier. But I tell you what, parents exclude in-law children all the time. Right. Um, As as we built, you know, thousands of plans across the state of Ohio, a big deal was like, I don't trust my son-in-law, I don't trust my daughter-in-law. How do I structure this? If they get divorced, that they won't get it. Or how do I structure this so that it stays in my family? And there are some really cool estate planning tools in Ohio, right? Like there's trust and things that can keep money just accessible to your bloodline and not to your in-laws, if you will, and, and, and provide some divorce protection. Which I think makes a lot of sense. Sometimes, you know, Uh, depending on the amount, you know, there's a point where if if you're not protecting, I mean, obviously this is millions, so that's that's definitely worth it. But there comes a point where sometimes that legal cost and and administration probably isn't worth the burn Mm -hmm. of setting all that stuff up. But I I do encourage people though, like when you when you sit down and, and build an estate plan, you know, we talk about the mountain, we talk about getting down the mountain, but we don't talk about the bottom of the mountain very often, Randy. And I think it's a great reminder. That having a plan of how your assets should be distributed is an obligation every family should take very seriously. Because if you don't do that, it will tear certain families apart. And it's because of the bereavement process. It's emotional. Things happen during that time. Who makes decisions. So the best gift you can give your children is who's going to make the healthcare decisions if we can't, who's going to make the finance decisions if we can't during our lives, and then where the stuff goes and how and when. As long as you make the decisions, the kids may not love the decisions, but they all fall in line. Where we get into trouble is when the decisions aren't clear. All of these things are important conversations that should be, you know, had regularly and a lot of times are overlooked. You know, people, it's kind of like the nursing home issue, right? I don't want to talk about it. I don't want to talk about going to the nursing home. I don't want to talk about dying. I don't want to talk about death when I'm not here anymore. These are all things that I think, you know, at the end of the day, when we piece it together, makes people feel confident.
0: You're listening to Expedition Retirement with Greg Ayler at Golden Reserve. Online, you can find us at GetYourRoadmap.com to sit down and talk through your retirement, your questions. Let's get them answered for you. We do a complimentary retirement roadmap, and we'll talk about markets, we'll talk about taxes, we'll talk about fees, long-term care, and of course, developing the income you need for retirement. And you can also give us a call. Reach out to us at 855-546-2074, 855-546-2074, and we will build a roadmap for you. And Greg, we just have enough time here now to kind of bullet point exactly what the roadmap is. You've done a great job so far, but let's just kind of give everybody at the end of the show here exactly what they get when they call Golden Reserve.
1: That's right. If you're listening at home and you have less than, let's say, $2.5 million of investments and more than $250,000 investments, and you're thinking to yourself, shoot, I don't have a plan or shoot, I want to kick some tires to see if my plan has any gaps. Mm -hmm. Then this is what the roadmap's about for you. You know, we we bring you in and we have four main boulders, taxes, fees, long-term care, and risk. And for each boulder, we have a tool that we run against your current plan to see where you're at, to see if there's any gaps, any issues, or if you're doing a great job. So let's start with the tax map. The tax map's simple. We're going to break down how much IRA, 401k money you have that hasn't been taxed. We're going to factor in your income. We're going to see when you take money out and how much over the course of your retirement. And that allows you to detach the money on your terms, not Uncle Sam's. Next up, we do the fee filter. We're going to dump your statements and anything that is involving an investment, variable annuities, et cetera, into our fee filter. And then it's going to spit out how much you're paying your financial advisor and how much you're paying for your investments compared to the performance. So you can actually say, am I getting what I'm paying for? Is it worth the premium? Is it worth the cost? And then we project it over the course of retirement to show you not just what you're paying this year, but over the course of retirement, huge tool, big eye opener, again, could lead to more pay cuts for that financial advisor and more money to you and your family. Then we have the market flashlight. Hey, I thought my plan was realigned for my risk tolerance. When I retired, I thought they just automatically do that shocker. They don't. So this shows you what percentage of money still the market flashlight. what percentage of your holdings are still in the market on the roller coaster that can go up and down and how much is safe. And by doing that, then we can then calculate what the projected losses could be if 2000 happened, 2022, 2008 or nine. We'll show you in real dollars what your holdings would have actually done in those time periods. So you can see, are you comfortable losing $300,000? No, I only want to lose $50,000. Well, here's what that would look like. Last but not least, then we jump to the long-term care compass. You've heard us talk about that a lot. You know, we'd sit down with our attorneys. And just explore what some legal options would look like to give a little bit more protection for the biggest risk in retirement going in a nursing home. How do I protect my house, my farm, certain investments that I can take off the table that the nursing home can't get but still get tax treatment and protection? That's what our long-term care compass is all about, is getting you that peace of mind of different legal options out there to help you protect against the biggest risk in retirement. We wrap that all up, Randy, and then we tackle it with, obviously, the income tent to show you based on what you spent last year and what you received, how much you would have at the end of the year, but also how much you'd have over the course of your retirement, you know, assuming a very modest gain of let's call it five percent consistently year in, year out over your whole retirement to see where you're at. And maybe you want to spend some more money. That's the goal there. You know, and those are the fun parts, you know, of the plan from protection and, and planning. And then we wrap it up with, you know, the GPS system of that's how we decide what investments to hold. The golden portfolio system, you know, lays out if your money should be in ETFs or annuities or cash or CDs, and it it kind of breaks it down very simple into four parts, safe, growth, income, and liquid. And we try to keep it very simple for our clients because that's what they want. And one of the things that I like to do on every show is to
0: say how Golden Reserve is different from any other place that you're going to go to. And I think that what we found right there is you're not going to get all that under one roof Uh, that's going to be very difficult you're going to be chasing all over the place trying to find somebody with taxes and trying to find the legal advice and then getting all these people to talk to each other so that you're on the same plan and they're all working together that happens automatically at golden reserve because we're all under one roof give us a call go to our website let's get started talking about your retirement and putting all of that to work for you that greg has just talked about getyourroadmap.com is our website, getyourroadmap.com, tool around there, find out more about Golden Reserve, and then our team will reach out to you and we'll get a date on a calendar. You can also reach out to us at 855-546-2074, 855-546-2074. And let's start talking about your retirement, your best retirement today. Thank you so much for listening. And we hope you'll join us next week here on Expedition Retirement.
2: Thanks for listening to Expedition Retirement with Greg Ayler. To learn more about getting the help you need to and through retirement, go to getyourroadmap.com. 165